So, what's your favorite snack to to just snack on? Yeah, it's snack. You mean sugar, right? Or just Wait, any? Are you a person who likes sweet snacks or salty snacks when oh, they're just that's... when they just want to binge something? You know, like you you want to watch some Netflix and you you're not really in the mood for a whole ne- dinner. Netflix and sweets? No, I I don't know. It it really depends. I mean, okay, what kind of popcorn popcorn do you like? Well, that's easy. I mean, just fuck all the salt popcorn. This bullshit. Okay, well there you go. Like. I am a fan of sweet popcorn, but a lot of yeah. people really don't like sweet popcorn. Yeah, but they the, the, yeah. yeah, but with, with snacks and stuff like that. I mean, I, I don't, I don't always need sweet popcorn or snacks. You know, I I, I like a salty chip or whatever. So for popcorn, by the way, they they call sweet corn sweet popcorn. They call it kettle corn for some reason. Wait, what? Yes, that like if you go to the U.S. and you're asking for sweet popcorn. They all say, say, "Do you mean kettle corn?" Because th- that's the only word or name they have for it. T- I don't just know call why. it sweet popcorn. It's not that I difficult, know, right? But it's like it's specifically kettle corn. I don't know. You have kettle to call corn. it that. Kettle corn sounds yes. like a farm or something. But okay. if you say it three times real quickly in the mirror, you'll see a, a kettle corn will appear. What? Wait, what? what? Kettle cool. Kettle cool. Uh, it's too, <laughs> oh, it's too hard. It's a whole it's bag. Just, let's go. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, now I'm disappointed. But, but so, so corn is sweet for you. Oh, you want it sweet. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. Do, do you like what's those black? Okay. The, what? Those dark chocolate cookies called? Ta- do you, you buy it at the cinema, you mean? Or what? What? No, I mean those round black cookies that have white layer in between oreos oreos oh yeah do, do you That's, like those yeah I, I do but again it, it depends on the on the time and the the drink i'm having you know just the drink not, yeah i mean it's not something mm-hmm. i want to eat while i'm drinking i don't know pepsi or coke or whatever and not that i drink those Ugh. kinds of drinks but anyway who are you <laughs> i know I, I never drink soda or anything so hmm yeah okay but what's your uh, what's your favorite snack then? Hmm? I, okay, uh, do you think, think you're better than me? Hmm? Well, I do have something you cannot top quite easily. It's, oh, yes, it's the peanut M and M's. Oh shit! Well, that's yes. yeah. Okay, there you go. That's actually one of the most. You know why it's so good? Well, because it has layers. No, just just take a moment. Think about this. Yeah. So just, the first thing you notice when you put it in your mouth, it's like yeah, just, hard. You, you just put it in your mouth. Mm-hmm, yeah. And then. Oh, well, they they are nuts. But continue. anyway, <laughs> they're they're hard. They're round. They're cold-ish. Uh huh. Somewhat. And at first, you you taste the candy layer, and a lot of chemicals. That's, that's, <laughs> yes. I agree. It's yeah. But, yeah. It's just ignore that, okay? It's fine. But it's about the texture, you know. It's kind of, it's crunchy. It's hard. It's it has a shell. And then when you bite through it, it's you, you get to the inner layers. It, the, the first layer. Well, yeah. 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 It's just for something that simple. It's pretty complex, right? Yeah, I think the mouth feel and the texture and the way you can eat it. There's so much variety. You can even suck on an M M&M. and M. Have you ever tried that? Yeah. It just it just melts in your mouth, right? And you're just left with a peanut. Yes. Yeah. That's, oh, that's so amazing, actually. Because yeah, I, I know. When you eat M and M's, you I usually just eat eat them. I don't know if if I would count the M and M's per second, it would probably be like around <laughs> two and a half. Is there an mouth. official units to measure or not? 
M in per second. M in per seconds. Maybe for avid M&M lovers. Yeah, of course. But to me, I eat them quite fast because that's the second part is not only the texture is good, the the layers give variety and you can keep eating them without getting sick of them. Because there's like there's sweetness, there's softness, there's the saltiness even, and yeah. there's an actual flavor, like a natural flavor, which is the peanut. It's not all sweet and all uh, sugar and, and chemical. The yeah. peanut really adds something. It, it, it also the, the way you eat it decides what kind of flavor it gets. You know, if you if you if yes. you only remove the chocolate and it's just a peanut, it's more you know it's it's salty ish. Yes. So if you're in that kind of mood, you can just, you know, suck off the chocolate and just eat the peanut, you know? It's, mm. it's, yeah, it's, it's great. Salty chocolate balls, right? It's, it's amazing, yeah. Or chocolate salty balls. Yeah. Just, uh. mm. Chef, we need you. We need you back. <laughs> we, we need you back, yeah. Is chef. he back, actually? Wasn't he a zombie in, in an yeah, episode once? Yeah, I think one one time, but... Uh, it was sad. I, I yeah. saw him, I was like, oh, man. What, what did they do to him? <sighs> well, he died, so... There yeah. you go. That happens. That, that, that's just that's yeah. honorable. Yeah, well, it's okay. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so uh, welcome to Aircode Coffee. You're listening to Aircode Coffee, and, and I guess the welcome is really long overdue. So, hi, I'm Mortada. Hi, I'm Gideon. And um, no, it's not it's not overdue. I mean, Jesus, we talked about M&Ms and stuff. I mean, what? That's 10 minutes ago. The, the, we, like, yeah, but... How long? No, it's not. But it, it it's a... The perfect intro to something you want to listen to, right? I mean, food is just a great mm. topic to talk I don't about. Know. Well, <laughs> for some people, not not all people, but yeah. I, uh, I I love food, but yeah. So maybe we should do an actual introduction of ourselves this time. Oh yeah, we, have, we haven't even. I don't know. Yeah, because should, they've should we? only heard our voices, and maybe it's good to I don't know have some. Associations like uh, I'm I'm a fat fuck. Well, Sometimes <laughs> we I, all I, are right. We all are. Yeah. No. How, how dare you? You're. Oh. How can you call yourself a fat fuck, man? <laughs> well, the way I eat, I'm a fat fuck. So there, yeah, there you okay. go. We love food. That's yeah. True. It's yeah. It's but um. Yeah. I, I don't know. Is is it really necessary to introduce ourselves? I guess not. But it's it's kind of fun. Well, we can also just keep it mysterious for a while, right? I mean, do they like that? Yeah, it's mystery. It's mystery time. Mm. Those two chocolate boys are just, you know. No, they can tell we're not who, black. Who are? Oh, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> well, there goes the surprise. <laughs> it's it's not a surprise. Wait, it, it was. Yeah, I guess it was. It's I'm a, sorry. A peanutty surprise on the inside. Is it salty too? Maybe. Yeah, mm. if you want it. Yeah, sure. Depends on what you eat, right? If it's salty, you're yeah. done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let, let's stop. Oh, this, Jesus. <laughs> this, this is going horrible. Okay. But uh, we can quickly tell what we do, I guess. I mean... I mean, um, we, we like coding because th- yeah. we, we're mostly doing web stuff, right? Yeah, I mean, we're just... I think a, a for bunch me, of, it, it's true. A bunch of web nerds. If you want to call it that, web nerds. Web nerds, yeah. W N. You know, I I feel like nerding. It it should be a verb. 
isn't too it nerd. Al- isn't it already? But I, I like it, but it also has kind of a negative, I don't know, negative vibe. If someone tells me I'm a nerd. Okay, what about geeking? Oh, that's actually a verb. Yeah, geeking. Yeah, there you go. So it's geeking. Oh, my. I mean, come on. Geeking. <laughs> but I mean, it's also, hey, you want to, let's go geeking. You want to geek? That doesn't geek. sound as, as nerdy as nerding. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, I mean, there's this, there is a difference between between a geek and a nerd, right? Is there? I mean, don't you think so? Um, do, do you? Okay, it, well, it sounds different, at least. If, if I hear geek, it can also be something not technical, right? For I guess. Th- that's the feeling I get. A geek is, doesn't have to be, a, I don't know, technical or whatever, computers, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, and nerding always sounds like something that has to do with computers or something. So, I don't know. You can call someone who really loves studying a yeah. nerd. Yeah, that's the thing. It 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 doesn't it doesn't need to. But so I had this. I, I once read this kind of definition. It's it's not. You know, it's not really a definite. You cannot define something that's this vague anyway. But geeking, or I mean geeks, mm-hmm. they are always associated with pop culture in a way. Oh, yeah. I, I think I read something about it too, yeah. Or like popular culture. I uh-huh. think that's what pop culture stands for. <laughs> but um, so, for example, a geek would be someone who loves watching Netflix, loves drinking coffee. And <laughs> oh, shit. Also yes. works out. Oh, well, not me then. Phew. Dodge that and a, a nerd, a nerd would um, not love watching Netflix, but probably watch a obscure YouTuber who does physics stuff. Oh, um, well, I think that's like for for me, a nerd is someone who doesn't reference or like doesn't consume popular media hmm. as much as a geek. A geek dabbles with the nerd world but he's not into it <laughs> he's, he's like he's like touching it a little bit but nah yeah someone who who knows of things nerdy yeah hmm, put that on your instagram slogan wow uh, yeah sure i think that will get a lot of likes right i don't think you use instagram a lot <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> There's no thing called likes in, on Instagram. Well, what, what is it called? Love then? I don't know what it's called again. Yeah, what is it called again? It, I think well, it's what's likes. Up with it? It's likes, right? Is it liked? Yeah, I think it is. Let's just let's just look at it. See. Okay. So I think I think it's likes. I, I, so Facebook definitely has likes. Yeah. Yeah, likes. It's likes. Is it? I mean, they they call it if I'm looking at the notifications, oh, yeah, it tells me uh six people liked your message. Okay. So there yeah. you go. But why is there a heart icon? Doesn't that insinuate that, that you love something? Yeah. So that that's a bit more than liking something. Hmm. Like I like you, but I don't love you. What? What? You don't? Wait, you didn't? Shit. You didn't know about this. I'm sorry. I don't love you. Uh, what? Why do you always do this? It's... It's not in public. Oh shit! We're on the podcast. Oh, yes. Okay. Dude. Um. Yes. So anyway, 
I, I find it kind of weird that um, yeah. you can call someone a geek, mm-hmm. but if you call them a nerd, they would be offended almost. Uh, yeah, but that's the thing. Not everyone gets offended by it. It's it depends on the person. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so. It depends on if the person is a geek or a nerd. <laughs> oh shit! That's the, that's just the conclusion, <laughs> is that why? right? <laughs> yeah. No, but I don't know. I feel like a geek def- definitely has uh, less um, uh, authority to talk about things that are very technical. Uh huh. But they can always reference uh, something that, like, for example, okay, okay. I think this is a perfect thing. A geek watches Twitch. A nerd. Yeah, watches Linus Tech Tips. No, I think Linus Tech Tips is so popular and doesn't go into that much technical things. Sometimes they do. Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes, but I think they still like. I don't know. It's it's a it's there's definitely an overlap. It's a slippery slope. Wait, which way are you slipping to? The nerd or the <laughs> all over what's the place? Worse? Just everywhere. <laughs> Just yeah. It's. I think it's a pretty interesting term because nowadays there's not a real good, you know, contrast between nerd and geek. Does Does there need to be a contrast? I don't think so, but it's cool to see that you know it it evolved from being very typical, like the the person you see at school studying, who stays um, past uh, school time, to, like uh, who stays to work. At a, uh, on a school project past school uh-huh. and uh, someone who's a geek would probably go to the arcade and play computer games or arcade games and yeah there, there was a really clear distinction and you could you could always see that for example uh, stranger things yeah the kids they were mostly geeks mm-hmm. but there were a few nerds who got bullied Oh uh, yeah, yeah, okay. You see, you see what I mean. The, yeah. the nerds are always like the fatter, uglier, and <laughs> but smarter and like yeah. more intellectual. Yeah, kids. okay. While so, the geeks, they, they they understand both worlds. They understand the the normal kids. Yeah, they, they also they, like sports. They they are like the the the, the bridge between normal yeah. people and uh, and mm-hmm. uh, and geeks, right? Or nerds? I mean, yes. I think that's why it's important because. Um, so. It's it's like front end development. That's the bridge between design and back end development, right? I think so, actually. Yeah, there we go. How many geeks are there in back end development, and how versus how many nerds? Oh, geez, that's that's difficult. You mean, I, no, it's not. There's well, so many nerds in back end. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Compared but, to front end, mm. there's so many more geeks. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And and there design more, just. Yeah. You know, design mm-hmm. it has almost no nerds. Yes, it's a different different type of people, right? I think so. Like you're attracted to, ooh, that's a nice visual thing. Ooh, it's so so tactile. While while the nerds, they're like, ooh, that's some nice abstract code structure. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> that's that sounds like you. No, hey, fuck don't. you, man. <laughs> hey, just sometimes, sometimes someone has to tell you the truth. You know, this isn't PG thirteen, so you better be careful, or I'll, I'll cuss you out. Oh, fuck! You twat! Oh, sh- yes, I said oh, it. Okay, but um, <laughs> yeah. W- w- did you see about WordPress? 
Well, you do, uh, do you know about Gutenberg? Because last you, time you, I you installed WordPress. Me. Yeah. Wh when did I tell you? Uh, no, let's not spoil the surprise. But uh, you know, let's not talk about that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but I've I've heard about it before. That it was coming, right? I I've read something about it. Oh, it's coming! Yes, yeah, but I, it's coming. I haven't I haven't um I, I haven't uh, used WordPress in a while. Mm -hmm. And I mean, if I use WordPress, it's only for the API. So I'm not really that, you know, invested mm -hmm, into mm -hmm. the whole system thingy. Well, that's the thing. I'm also interested in if the API is going to change. Maybe it will. Oh, and is it? Do you know? Is there I, more information? I haven't really looked into it that far. I do know that most of what's already in WordPress will stay the same. So if you have a page... Uh -huh. You published it. The content of the page will still be just something you can query, or you can just get from um, post and then get the content or whatever it's called. Okay. So it it will mostly stay the same, but the way you create the page, the way you you add content to a page, will be completely different. Uh huh. And that's what Gutenberg is actually. It, it changes the the. Um, edit page screen i guess like as a as an yeah. admin yeah it's it's the, the the how do you call it the, the page builder right wow you give it too much credit it's just a no oh, well, it's just a it's, what you see is what you get editor you know with a week sorry wordpress developers did they, they never call it a page builder okay well it uses um uh, WordPress, uh, its API and uh, React, right? Now it does with Gutenberg. Yeah. Oh, so, so that's cool. Yeah, I guess so. But it just it looked so different than how it looked like before. Yeah. Because you can, there's now a little menu. You can select elements or components, I think they call it. Uh -huh. And you can drag and drop them where you want them positioned. And I think you can also click them and then they will just be at the bottom. And when you hover on a component that's already placed on the page, you can select select it. And then yeah. there's like an op a properties pane on the right where you can actually adjust everything, all the properties that are adjustable. Oh, For example, if you want to do an image, mm -hmm. you can barely change anything in the properties because it uses <laughs> the media. It uh -huh. uses the media, uh, WordPress media uh screen i guess when you when you upload a picture so it goes uh -huh. to the media library you can select one or upload one uh, but compared to there were for example twitter you can add a twitter module and you can select on the right side in the properties you can select which feed it looks up so you can actually enter your own feed so, so they just integrate the default twitter embed or something and i and think so i mean they, they have to right it's twitter is pretty limited with their yeah. uh, capabilities nowadays mm -hmm. especially they, they recently changed their api i don't know i don't know if you know that but what how did they change it yeah I, i'm don't yeah i'm probably gonna say something's wrong but they did um uh they changed some um how do you call it some things that were real time from the API or just updated a lot, like um, notifications. Yeah, they they reduced them uh, to the amount of times per I don't know per few minutes. Hmm. So you, 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 the requests are um, are less. Um, so, so you're not allowed to request as often. Yeah, exactly. And and oh. so certain apps like a Tweetbot for uh, iOS that's pretty popular. 
Mm-hmm. It ha- used, used it. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Uh, but um, it had notifications that when someone liked your tweet, uh, you got an, uh, a notification that someone liked the tweet. But now, because of the API changes, they are not allowed to do that anymore. So it's removed. You have to wait like two or three minutes after a like to get it. You still get it wow. eventually. Okay. It's just, yeah, I don't know. It's it's. Why do they do that? It's too popular. I don't know. I, I think Twitter is kind of um, trying to fence off its whole system for some reason. I mean, they've been doing fence that for. Off? Yeah, it's just uh, keeping it all as close and basic as possible, right? That's strange. Did Instagram they, do that too once? Like a long time ago? They still do, right? I mean, the, the API isn't that advanced as it was before. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, they, they once made the change to block almost any kind of API call. Yeah, exactly. So so Twitter is doing the same right now. Um, but is that for privacy reasons? Or I, what's going I don't on? know. Maybe, maybe it's easier for a, a privacy... Uh, um, I mean, Instagram, you can barely get anything from anyone. <laughs> like, any pictures. Yeah. I remember it was so easy. You can just put a, I don't know, an ID or what was the name, and you could just get the whole feed. Mm-hmm. And now you have to go through <laughs> hoops and I don't know what else. And then eventually you'll get there, but I don't know. It, you know what? Why I don't use Instagram that way, but it was a nice API to use when you're teaching someone how APIs work, or if yeah. you're trying to do something really quick like a like a prototype so yeah it, it was nice to just load something that makes sense into your yes. test app or whatever yeah something like a public api that's heavily used and is con- constantly updating mm-hmm. so you can actually show off for example filtering or searching and stuff like that and now yeah. it, you can barely do that anymore so yeah. it's that's a shame yeah but yeah but back to wordpress though oh shit yeah i'm kind of intrigued because now we'll if you want to be a continuing developing for wordpress yeah be it back end or front end uh-huh. i think front end will mostly stay the same because it, it like should right yeah I, you're I, still I, making themes the same old way you're, you were doing before yeah and i can imagine that uh i mean I haven't seen how it works yet but i i think you just create a certain area for all your um for all your components Mm-hmm. And it just adds it to that area, and that's it, right? Um, I, just, I think you, it's you create a template, and you just add an, a content area or something. Oh yeah, it, and all and all the things you added in your WYSIWYG or however you want to call it, it just adds it to that area, and that's it. I think it actually uses the same command, like same same methods it used before, like get the content or post content. Mm-hmm. Um, it will just you know, it will it will just uh, puke out all the content, <laughs> yeah, like formatted and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So you you don't actually change anything. Your themes will still work. Okay. So you don't have to change anything. But um, I'm I'm kind of interested to see if if there's a way that um, you can actually split up all the components that you've added. Yeah. Because that way you can actually have a lot more control. Yeah, that would be nice. I, I'm also curious if you can um, address all those separate components mm-hmm. the way you want it. I th- that's the thing. I think the the back office, so mm-hmm. like the edit page, you definitely can. You can like select them all and stuff. 
but the front okay. end will just be a static generated HTML. Uh, so I don't think you can directly. Okay. I mean, okay. We'll it's have just, to look into it. Yeah, because with, with, with a regular WordPress, you could um, create custom meta boxes and stuff like that, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So, I mean, they have to make custom meta boxes or something in this new system, right? Yes. But how how are they going to do that? I'm curious. Yeah. I think it uses a different structure, a data structure, like a different type of table too in mm. the in the database. But, so it, what, 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 sorry, in um, right now it's also a different uh, table, right? For custom um, meta boxes. Yeah. Well, you mean they're they're placed in like the meta table or something? Yeah. Post meta. And then it's just linked to the post ID yeah, or something. Yeah, with an ID. Yeah, yeah. I, I think but that's the same. It might use the same structure. I'll have to look into it, actually. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. At least it's cool that um, WordPress is investing in changing its, well, pretty old system right now to something mm -hmm. newer. I mean, I, I know they've been doing a lot of um, changes to uh, the code, just you know, how to call it the improvement of life or whatever. Improvement of life, quality of yeah, life. Quality of life. There you go. Quality of life. <laughs> just yeah, yeah. Just just improving the shitty parts of their code, but there haven't been really big changes for a while. And well, um, I think, yeah, I, I'm curious to see if what the statistics are for WordPress usage nowadays. Yeah, they must have been pretty. Like they must have tanked a lot of uh, damage. <laughs> if well, I can uh, use some gaming. Uh, because um, I think a lot of companies just create React or uh, Vue websites, right? Yeah. So, and for some reason, they don't really need an API or something. I don't know how. It's no, they mostly do. But that's the thing. Static? They use a different CMS. What? I'm curious. What, no, what CMS? I'm also curious. What CMS does give them enough flexibility, but also ease of access for their clients? Mm -hmm. Like WordPress does. Well, I don't know if WordPress is really easy to access for a client. It's just a lot of people are used to it. it it's been a staple for so long that people are, they just know how it works. They know yeah. all the interest, intricacies of how menus work and how uh, c categories work and how you can link stuff with meta boxes and crap like that. Yeah. A new CMS just takes more. Yes, you do have to invest in it to completely use it mm -hmm. as a as a replacement of WordPress, yeah. but it won't be more complex most of the time. Yeah, but, uh, there, there are so many same mm -hmm. messages that are just horrible for clients. You think? Yes. There, there, there are so many same messages that people just don't know how. I mean, if you have to explain to your client in multiple meetings and with a training course and whatever, just how to explain explain to them how to edit a content page, mm -hmm. something is wrong. I think. I mean, just I've once used a CMS like that. It was pretty complex for me too. Yeah, but and but I didn't like all the new ones, all the modern ones. They're yeah. pretty uh, straightforward, I think. Like Grav and. Couch CMS and what are they called? All, all these new CMSs. Oh man, the, the, yeah, there are so many CMSs. <laughs> it's insane. CMS popular. Is it Couch? 2018. No, it's not Couch. Couch CMS is actually a paid 
product. So uh, Joomla, how, how is Joomla doing? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it actually, oh wait, is this from 2018? It's December 19, 2017. I see here, um, WordPress has 60%. 60? Yes, six zero. Wow, that's, that's a lot. 26 million active sites. <laughs> wow. Actually, 26.7. Joomla has 6.6%. Wow, okay. Drupal has 4.6%. Oh, yeah, so so Drupal is one of those CMSs. I'm like, mm -hmm. a lot of clients don't know how mm -hmm. how it works. Yeah, it's pretty tough. Yeah. It was for me, too. <laughs> Joomla is also one of those really big CMSs. Yeah, but Joomla is, I think, more basic on the uh, um, back office mm -hmm. side. Right? Yeah, I guess. But I've never really got into it that much. But, but I, I know that um, Drupal is just such a mess. But I, I don't know. I haven't watched. I haven't, I haven't looked at it for a while. So it's the same with Magento, by the way. That's also. Yeah, I see here Magento or Magento. Magento, I know. <laughs> it has 2.4, and it's after Drupal. So it's, it's Magento so is position four on the list. But. I don't think this list is actually representative of everything that's available on the market. Um, I'm going to look at other ones. I don't know. I, I, it wouldn't surprise me if it if it is. I mean, um, Typo 3, that's uh, Typo 3, so geez, yeah. touch. But uh, Typo 3 is also pretty popular. Mm -hmm. Again, what, what, another what, CMS that's just so much and can be so mm -hmm. confusing. But what about Magnolia? Magnolia. Have you heard of that one? Nope. Okay, Squarespace. Yeah. Okay, I so think that's really popular now, actually. Th that's that's really a fun one because Squarepace, uh, so, geez, Squarespace mm -hmm. tries to be clear and simple, right? Yeah, that's their, but in <laughs> their selling point. Yeah, but in their simplicity, they made so much stuff just so complex. Hmm. I've never actually used Squarespace. So my um, my sister has a has a website on Squarespace, and I just try to help her sometimes with it. But you you have to click through like five menus just to find the most basic setting you want to change, and it's just such a hassle. And I can imagine that you know my sister just couldn't figure basic stuff out, and I had to look it up. And it's just yeah, I don't know. Hmm. That sounds pretty confusing, especially if but, a professional web developer like yeah, you is struggling with it. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's weird. But that's the thing: the, the the content editing side is always easy, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. it, it just the, I've seen the, the demos of that. Yeah, so so Squarespace also has those those blocks you can just edit and drag yeah. around, and it's just that's easy. But it's just as soon as you try to do something advanced or you know try to yeah, change some settings, it's just so much work for so yeah, such simple things now i feel like hiring web developers is still necessary in those cases <laughs> <laughs> why well, just, I mean, just to just to make sure those things are correct i guess i mean if you can't figure it out yeah but or it has to be custom made in a in a word in a system for example wordpress uh -huh. you have to do you can with AP, uh, plugins you can get really far but yeah you'll still need to know about the plugins know how to configure them and set them up in a way that they actually interact with each other mm -hmm. and somehow get them in your themes. And I, I guess Squarespace cuts 
out a lot of these steps? Yeah, it, they do. I mean, it's just you click on a theme you want and you click, well, I want this and then it's, it's done. It's, it's installed, mm -hmm. right? Yes, but for example, what, what's the thing that your sister wanted? Well, they also um, do stores, right? On Squarespace. Okay. So you have e-commerce uh, part of the website. Yeah. It's just just details about, um, I don't know, Product? shipping and products oh, and pricing yeah. and all that kind of stuff. It's just, I don't know, it's, it's so weirdly laid out. It's, it's, yeah, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. It sounds like UI problems, not really structure. Yeah, it is. It is UI, and uh, that's. I'm kind of curious because it looks like a designer just made this and was like, "Well, this is looking amazing." And then <laughs> they were like, "Well, okay, that's fine. Just you know, it looks good. People will like it." And then that, that's it. That's that's all they did. No UX uh, tests. Well, I, I, you, I can't imagine they didn't do anything any UX, right? It's such a. They must have. I mean, it's really it's, huge. It's a huge company. It's just, I always have a feeling that um, the people they hire are so already so invested into web development or just the web that they yeah. know about all the tricks and how it all works. So for them, it's like, oh, this makes sense. Which for yeah, I guess so. just but regular users, it doesn't. It's like using your, um, I don't know, your jargon. You know the the words that you use as a web developer yeah. for the UI elements that normal people have to use. Yeah, yeah, I, I get it. It's a it's a tough, um, tough bubble to break through because everybody has their own way of looking at the world depending on what kind of profession they have. Yeah, and as web developers, it's extremely hard to get out of your own bubble and see the world from a non-web developer and see, say like, okay, for, for this person to understand my website, I'll have to dumb it down. I'll have to make it more simple or just not use this, these terms at least. Mm -hmm. And that's yeah. that's really hard. And maybe maybe they are struggling with that. Yeah, they have to, they have to um, find a, or make a bridge between two whole different yeah, mm. sites. Maybe they and have nerds, but not enough geeks. Oh, yes, that's, yeah, okay, there you go. Hmm. Geeks versus nerds. Who will win? Find out in 2020 when the whole market share will be covered with geeks. Will it? Let's find out. <laughs> <laughs> just Let's just wait a few years, okay? Let's yeah. just, so just shall stay we... in your chair, sit down, have a yeah. cup of coffee, the last Enjoy. one. Probably. Take some M&Ms take some or some sweet uh, popcorn. I actually just ran out. Oh, shit, well... Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. life. But that's okay, so there's this part, the, the investment of the consumer of your CMS. So yeah. WordPress, as a consumer, you have to adjust your way of thinking and just the way you create a page and mm -hmm. update a page because you'll, you'll now have to use these modules or components and then drag and drop them or and then edit them in the properties pane and yeah. do whatever. They actually have a pretty nice thing that they... You can still add your own content. So mm -hmm. you have the WYSIWYG area or WYSIWYG editor, but it's now, you can have multiple multiples of those. So they, you can you can actually stack them underneath they, each other. Yeah, you can create multiple content areas yes. or whatever. Which doesn't make sense if I'm just saying it this way, but the cool thing is you can put uh, things in between. For example, you can have an actual area for only titles or only... But 
Do you need what? a separate content section for that? You then? don't. Okay, technically, you never need needed those. But remember when you wanted to do more intricate designs and you didn't, didn't want to use HTML directly? Yeah. What did you have to use? Well, just custom short meta, meta boxes or short codes, yeah. Yes, but but like custom meta boxes, you'll that's a that's a huge mess eventually it, because it is especially cannot... especially for clients and maintenance and stuff. I mean, geez, if you just edit the keyword wrong, it just doesn't work, right? Yeah, <laughs> just that's not the only thing. You cannot, um, what do you call it? There's no WYSIWYG in it, right? It's just there is no WYSIWYG. Yeah, but so... that's not even the biggest issue. You cannot put things inside each other. You cannot nest custom stuff inside each other you'll have okay i mean if for example if you're one field based on if there's another field existing uh -huh. you'll have to have a whole <laughs> whole logic in your theme where you check one field and then if that field is true then put that and if the second field is true then put that thing so a lot of people use short codes because they actually in WordPress, there's this thing called short codes where you can define a specific word or yeah. syntax you can put in, in between square brackets. Yeah, I've, I've seen you, I've seen them use it a lot for plugins, right? Plugins use them, but I personally use them also for just theming because sometimes you want like a special type of block or you want a column that's like two thirds of the width of the content. Uh -huh. So I make these custom. Um, custom short codes and for example I'll have column and then I'll have an attribute and it's called size is and then one of three so it's it will be one third or one out of three something like that oh. so you can actually have divs with a specific yeah. class that makes sense you, you don't need to know HTML to do this yeah but you will have to <laughs> learn the short codes by heart yeah. So, so yeah. And how how are you gonna do that? No, it's a bit easier for a client. I I noticed at least for my clients, it was a bit easier to understand short codes because they are actually, you can see the nesting, yeah. And you can actually see them in your code, so you know when they will appear. So they're actually chronologically and hierarchically. Is that a oh. word? <laughs> Hierarchical. I think oh. that's the word. <laughs> I think. They're actually, they make sense because, uh -huh. for example, if you have a column and inside there you have text, you know that that text will be inside the column. Yeah. So, so visually it makes sense and then you know, yes. yeah. So, yeah, that's nice. But but it, well, it's a mess. It, it still is a mess, yeah. Yes. So it, th that's what, that's the whole thing. That's why, why they're changing this because if you're using components that you can drag and drop, that's your shortcodes basically because you can visually see yeah. what you're placing so that that's what been what has been missing for such a long time it's just a visual re uh, representation of what you you're doing right mm -hmm. it's like an extended WYSIWYG because yeah, it, it, it's so weird it's called a WYSIWYG but a lot of times it's just it's not visual it's you, <laughs> you don't know what you're doing yeah. you don't know what you're getting <laughs> it's so the, weird WYSIWYGs the term was coined so long ago that the content that you were creating in WYSIWYGs was mostly text and images. Yeah. There was no layout involved. Yeah, it, it, it's getting a lot more complex than uh, yep. it used to. Yeah, sure. I mean, if you have a page and it has the same width throughout the page and 
uh, you don't have any overlapping content uh -huh. you're already like back 10 years in, in design <laughs> yeah you have to have some overlap or yeah. images that go a bit over the line you know that, that uh, yeah just yeah. A, li a little offset you know just yes a bit yeah, of that's, negative margin let, let's just torture the front end developer just do it yes and, and then it. try to get it all <laughs> responsive and everything oh, yeah, okay. uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, so, it's, it's so yeah. much fun to be a front-end developer nowadays yeah especially if you design something and then the person who's going to use it adds literally like four thousand words into it oh yeah <laughs> and it has oh, to fit this is one of my biggest pet peeves i guess it's just designs that are not keeping in mind that you know, certain words or images are not going to be perfect in the element. Well, isn't it both ways? Why? Because as a designer, you're making something, you're, you're, you have, you do have some responsibility for your, like you're creating design, you have to take care of it looking good in a lot of ways, yeah. but there is a limit to, there's an extent to where you can actually keep um something look nice yeah but it's especially with um uh, alignment mm -hmm. you know sometimes I, I get a design and it's just all the blocks and they're like i don't know blocks with text in it or something with content and they are so aligned in such a way that as soon as one of those doesn't fit anymore so it's bigger or smaller yeah due to a different text the whole layout just doesn't work anymore and i mean yeah. I, I can i can try to fix it i guess but still oh you, you mean where the text actually like bleeds out of the, the block or well um, it, it doesn't bleed out it's just the it, it's not it's clearly not made with mm -hmm. with that in mind so what is the solution isn't it for the person who's putting the content in there to know that oh maybe there's too much text in this block maybe i should put some parts out yeah but that, that, that's always been a kind of a discussion between clients and uh and developers mm -hmm. or the agency um it, it really depends uh, sometimes the, the clients are willing to change the text or the content and they're like oh yeah sure i'll, I'll just shorten it or you know no problem mm -hmm. other times clients just get their content after everything is done because that's always how it goes they get yeah. all their client after the whole thing is done and then they put it in. It's like, oh, it doesn't fit. Well, we need to adjust this. And then it's like, well, we can, but we have to change the whole the whole layout, the whole website. Um, it it yes. doesn't work. Yeah, it's... No, yeah. yeah, I think that's that might be actually something else because then you're talking about layout design and not content design. Yeah, but th that's what happens, right? But, I mean, that's just miscommunication or... Uh, the client being a a slacker or <laughs> who, who, like i hate that and i know it happens a lot yeah. but that's you, you can you can avoid that if you say beforehand that you need the content before you design yeah but uh, I, I know it doesn't go that way but yeah, that's exactly. that's I mean, the only way right I, that's I think, the only solution i think every agency always make uh, makes um rules and sets up you know yeah, it makes a point out of having the, the yeah, content. Yeah, it's just, I think the, the, the first thing they, they, they talk about um, with the client is like, well, okay, so we can design this and we can make this, but mm -hmm. uh, we need your content. And that's your, you know, that's you, you need to give us the content and then we can just design around it. And 
for some reason just yeah it always gets there too late and for some reason the designers or the developers are always like well we're already starting because otherwise we have to wait and well if we're waiting we won't reach the deadline <laughs> the client has set so let's just start already all right it's going to be fine the content will just it'll fit it's no worries i really feel like most most clients don't really understand that if you're making a website without text without content you're actually serving nothing <laughs> There's it, nothing to see there. Yeah, it is not the the, the content is the is the whole the heart. It, it's it's why people are going to your website. Come on, it's it's how they find you too. Yeah, without the content, there's literally just HTML tags, and you cannot f look through those in Google. You cannot find <laughs> a website with typing HTML tags. That, that would be nice. Actually, though. just yeah, you can just enter. I don't know, blue, and uh, I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't that, make sense that, yeah that doesn't make sense but it, i don't yeah, know I've, it's just I, i'm kind of i'm kind of disappointed that, that that it's still after all these years it's still happening and yeah still clients and agencies don't do something about it or they say they do something about it and they're willing to do something about it but it, nothing happens it's always the same problem and i'm yeah, I'd love to hear from someone listening or something that that, that just works at an agency and um, they have no well, problem. <laughs> yeah, they have no problem. Just just tell me, please. Let me know. I I want if to know. There is that unicorn. Please, if you're out there. Please, we are, look let we are us looking know. for you. We, we, we <laughs> I want to work at your company. <laughs> <laughs> please yeah please. can can I, can I work work at yeah, your company please, please? I'll just just pay me five euros a week it's fine I'll just I'll do it well the, the maybe the lack of stress will actually you know be worth it so yeah yeah five euros a week or a month <laughs> I'm I'm okay I just don't want the stress anymore Wait, don't don't lowball me Jesus five euros a month okay uh, two two euros two euros a month for me come on do this please But um, the, but yeah, but sorry, yeah, what? I want to go back to WordPress because yeah, you know why? Uh, let me just quickly say this. Well, I, I, <laughs> fuck you. I've been um, I've I've been noticing with freelancing that uh, all the content is most times it's done before I get any um, hmm. before I start developing. Really? So yeah, I, I've with while I was working at agencies, uh. I always started working on stuff without any content and we all just, well, maybe some content, but, you know, content from the old website or, you know, just not final content and it didn't make any sense. But yes. since I've been freelancing, I'm always getting designs and uh, I've started developing with actual content. Wow. Actual and content they want at the end product? Yes. And... I don't know. It's just please, please, please. Can I work at your company? It, it, it's magic. It's magic. <laughs> but uh, still, I'm. I mean, we can't just expect all developers just to go freelancing because agencies can't get their shit together, right? So again, that's why I'm curious if there are agencies where they have their shit together. Together. Jeez. Oh, Whoa, maybe you need a drink of water. <laughs> yeah. Getting too throat. passionate, too serious. I, I mean, sick man. Just. Yeah. Yeah. It's freelancing. It's no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I thought it, it decreased the stress level. It, it does, but it, it, it's. 
affected growth, you know. You got to suck a lot of dick to get things done. Yeah, it's, it's we part get of things it. done. Yeah, we get things done. Mm. But so back to yeah. WordPress. Yeah, because WordPress. Okay, go. Yeah. <laughs> that's the last thing I want to say, actually, is the investment is both ways because now us WordPress developers, yes, I'm back at that topic. Oh, no. WordPress developers, they need to know React now for yeah. the future. Th that's, so that's a completely different language to like WordPress is like 90% PHP. Yeah. But React is 100% JavaScript and it's a different type of JavaScript than what you learn but if you're doing jQuery. Hasn't it been that way for a while now? That what? Uh, what has been that way for a while? That just, uh, I don't know, PHP. I think that you can call it a backend, right? It's, yes, it's a backend language. Yeah, so backend developers need to know React and JavaScript nowadays. Uh, yes, if you're doing anything in that in, in that field, because you can have full PHP backend developers, and there's no problem with that. Yeah, if sure. You're doing so WordPress, it, it still exists, but it just I've been noticing a lot of jobs right now are, or you know, um, job offers are mm -hmm. um, requesting PHP or other backend languages together with JavaScript and, you know, React no, or Vue or Node or whatever. That must be a very recent, like, change because I think, okay, so look from the perspective of a full-time PHP developer for WordPress. Yeah. That person, he's been doing PHP for like 10 years, for example. Yeah. And why would you need JavaScript? If you're doing WordPress, you need it for the front end, sure. Yeah. You need some jQuery knowledge and some plugin knowledge, I don't know. But you don't need to use React to create something for for the back end. But now React is actually necessary to construct how you want to create a page. Yeah. Which is completely like before you used shortcodes, PHP. Yeah. Used use those extra custom meta fields or whatever they're called. That's PHP too, uh -huh. mostly. You can just, uh, you can create that with PHP and now there's a huge, I don't know, I feel like there's a huge uh, change in the in the way that a WordPress developer has to look at his own field. So you have to use React for this to continue working or developing for WordPress. Yeah, but that, yeah, it's kind of interesting because I think uh, front-end development has always been a bit in a in a strange area, right? Yes. They, they, they are so. always just a, a bit pushed around and just, you know, they have to adjust um, to to all the new frameworks and, and such. And I think backend developers have been safe for a while. Yes. I mean, it, it's more stable. Yeah. It, I mean, it's it has been for a while just, you know, uh, .NET or just PHP or Java. you know it's Ooh. yeah Java. It's just it's one one thing you can learn. You can invest all your time in, and you're just an expert in it, and that's done. That's all you need to know. 
-hmm. But front-end development has always been, well, you need this framework and yeah. that and JavaScript and CSS. And while you're doing CSS, we want you to do BAM. Oh, wait, let's do less and sauce, please. And yeah. oh, no, gulp. And uh, no, but we use grunt instead of gulp. And it, it has always been such a mess. It's all over the place. And it's kind of weird to see that backend development is now also going that direction. It's kind of scary, I guess. I feel like there, there's so much more knowledge, but also just experience needed to be any kind of developer nowadays. And yeah, and how are you going to get experience then? That's the thing. It's it's weird because being a really good uh, backend developer, I guess that term is really vague now because <laughs> JavaScript can be a front end or back end language nowadays. Yeah. Um, but being a really good uh, developer who does the back end of your project mm -hmm. means that they have to know so much of a lot of things that they actually cannot invest any time to become an expert, like a total expert at their thing. Exactly. And, and yeah, it's the same with front end. I feel like <laughs> there's a there's almost uh, a shift, a paradigm shift of oh. how nerds have to be behave to still stay relevant so a nerd cannot be a nerd anymore in 2018 they have to become a geek and a geek is someone who knows of a lot of nerdy things but isn't an expert at it has no authority at it that i couldn't i couldn't have said it any better wow we've come full circle yeah full circle mm. at the end of this podcast Mm, yeah. that's uh, that's pretty good I, I feel very I don't know so much symbolism I can't even yeah let, let, let's complain more next time yeah that's actually a good topic we should complain more yeah. we're allowed to it's fine to complain yes I mean how else are you going to change the world improve the world well the world of development I mean but no I was just thinking of you know asking for more views and likes and so oh yeah so forth yeah, just just like this podcast, please. Where, however you can, just share it or whatever. Yeah, just do it. If you're a nerd, that is. Actually, geeks and nerds are both allowed. I think just anyone who listens is allowed to just share it, please. Please, we we beg you. Thank yeah, you, please. No problem. Thank you. Thank you very much. Bye. Okay. Bye. Thanks for listening. And yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, well, I think uh, maybe next week uh, we're back. Ooh. Yeah, yes. exciting. Just see yeah. ya. Bye. See ya guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.